When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here at the PHNX studios with Sean DePaz. It's our first time on an episode together. It's, our, it's Sean's audio-only debut. Nice. And we are joined by Steve Peters once again, live from his... New York City Hotel PDF. Yep. Quick turnaround for you last night, late into the night. That was a late night. It's a good show though. And we got a lot of information, you. Leah. It was great. It was a good it was a good time, a good show. So if you haven't listened to it, absolutely go back and listen to last night's either on audio or on YouTube. Definitely. Well, Sean, we wanted you on the show today because you didn't get a chance to speak, but you were watching City Council for hours with oh, me yeah. yesterday. So I just want to get your kind of initial reactions to last night and your your takeaways. Um, honestly, the biggest takeaway was the Tempe mayor. He was impressive. Um, but I don't know. Like, it was cool to see the Coyotes fans kind of come out. It was, I mean, something we talked about. The cool to see Keller, Fisher, and Schmaltz there. Um, but I'm just glad that it happened. Right? Like, it's. One like the like the title of the show yesterday, one step closer to the stability that we're all hoping for. So it was it was long, but it was ultimately it was worth it. So long. I can't believe God, I was that long. Eight hours. Eight hours. But there were some moments like that Sean and I were in were in the office going, oh <laughs> <laughs> just some ultimate mic drop moments. Um, so what a t- time and, you know, we kind of had to sleep on it. There's so much that went on in those eight hours. So some other things I wanted to talk about with it. How about Clayton Keller walking up to the podium? That was something I think that Sean said to me after the fact was like Clayton Keller walked up to the podium. If everyone doesn't remember, he broke his broke leg, his- like not that long ago. It looked horrible. They said it was going to be months and months recovery. And I didn't even think twice about the yeah. fact that he walked up. Yeah, we're talking about he, the season doesn't start for four and a half months from, from right now, and he's walking. Like I, I fully expected to see him in, in in crutches and hobbling and having difficulties. I mean, he, I'm sure he's not ready to go run a race with Sean DePaz, but he's <laughs> he looked pretty good, and it's incredibly encouraging um, um, for him to be to be moving around. Um, so it's good signs for Coyotes fans. Not only did they get the arena thing done, 
they, um, they, gosh, I'm stuttering here. Sorry. He, they get the vote and they get Keller moving. But I do want to see that line together. I, I want to see Fisher, Smoltz, and Keller as our new line starting the season because they looked really good together. Or I don't know if you saw the Discord, Leah. They looked really guilty. It looked like one of those people's court episodes when they're behind the podium, <laughs> like college mayhem. And it was those three kids together who, you know, who broke the window. And so it was actually, uh, it, was, it was a good look and it was, it was great seeing Keller up and around. So I'm excited to get this thing off to the next step. That's why I saw when they walked up there, Schmaltz looked so uncomfortable. He looked so, like he had his, his shoulders folded forward. Like he looked like he did not want, he like, not that he didn't want to be there, but he was very uncomfortable being there. Yeah, I don't think public speaking is their forte for that trio. <laughs> no, not at all, but. Nonetheless, great to see them show up on behalf of the team. Another aspect of last night we didn't touch on was the fact that the Coyotes expressed commitment to extending the light rail line and that a ticket to the game would allow you to ride that for free. Um, Really like the idea of working with the city that way and uh, to have optimum transportation. I know a lot of people talked about concerns with traffic, so I think that would help alleviate some of that. Um, so that was another thing that stood out to me about last night as well. And Sean, what was the thing that the mayor said that you said in the Discord that should be a shirt? Like he said, oh, my father said to, it was something about like talking. Oh, uh, oh, I'll have to look. Okay, I don't remember. We'll but... find it, but I just really liked honestly it felt like a parks and rec episode like kind of toward the end it got super out of control not out of control that is hyperbole but you know just in terms of lauren kuby who at the discord refers to as sweater lady um say like trying to speak and then everyone else saying like this is just a vote to continue to talk like we don't need to have this go into executive session and it it was really funny that's what it was he said no, he said it never hurts to talk. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people were missing about yesterday is that it was not, they're not building an arena right now. They were just literally just voting so they could talk more about building the arena. Yeah. And I think that that's what was frustrating for me. Like all of the things we heard last night, whether it's pro or against, um, whether it was people that live in Tempe or Coyote fans, this is just to keep talking. I mean, it, w- w- you know, hang on. We're going to get an opportunity as a public to speak on this again. This just opened the door to find out what this is really about. And I think it was really important to get past the transparency of, hey, the city council's seen this RFP. We're behind closed doors and we said no. Well, that kind of stinks. Now it's out in the open. We get a public forum and they get to talk about it more. That's why I was concerned or c- curious to see why it was so god darn long. Like, just vote. Yeah, we want to talk about it more. Okay, 15 minutes. Everybody check in. Yeah, we want. Okay, good. We're good. And and I think all of the things that were brought up yesterday, both, again, pro and against, whether it was the airport or noise issues or all of these other things, transportation, parking, they're going to come up over the next few months. Yeah. Like, we're going to talk about them again. And if the FAA says, you know what? Nope, it's too tall. Can't do it. Okay, well, then we'll find that out later instead of just some people that were hired by either the city of Phoenix or by Sky Harbor to say it doesn't work. Let's hear from the FAA. And I think now we get an opportunity to have all those things. So that's what's encouraging to me. It's moved to to reasonable discussion. They'll be open to public forum. And unfortunately for everyone involved and probably Cheerston and Craig, going to have to do this again. Like it's going to happen again in front of a public forum and somebody's going to have to sit there and do this all over again. 
Yeah, I just hope it's not eight hours every single time. I think if it wasn't for the public comments, it wouldn't have been as long. But on the flip side, to see the amount of support and the the uh, supporters far outweighed the opponents um, when it came to the public comment, which was so encouraging to see. And PD, I know you brought this up last night, but the comment that Lauren Kuby yeah. made really pissed me off. She said, you know, there's a lot of Coyotes fans here tonight inside the building and outside. She said, actually, that might be all of them. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. we get enough shitty comments from people in Canada or people who just hate on this team, and it's such an easy, low-hanging fruit BS. And for the Tempe City Councilwoman sweater lady <laughs> to say that. Also, like, such a bold move for someone who's running for public office. Like, she's yeah. running for uh, corporate commissioner, Coyote, right? And like, so many Coyotes fans who are going to be a voter. Yeah, like, why would you... Like, literally, people in the Discord were like, well, I'm not voting for her for corporate commissioner. Like, why? I don't understand yeah, what's why the you point? just unnecessarily take a shot at an entire fan base like that. Yeah, you know? if you don't like the deal and you don't like the tax setup of the deal, you don't like the financial setup of the deal, or fine. Like, that's totally fine. And in your right as a Tempe City Council member, I get that. But what the hell does that have to do with a Coyote hockey fan? Like, absolutely no relevance. It was it was I, I, I was a disgusting comment like that. What does that have to do with anything as your representative of the Tempe City Council? What does that have to do with your decision on voting? No, absolutely nothing. And okay. if anything, it just showed how passionate the Coyotes fan base was. But do you think that was the Coyote fan base that everybody made it out to Tempe? Come on. Like that's yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous comment. Yeah. I don't know who she was trying to fire up with that comment or who she was trying to get on her side. I just don't know if that works. Again, yeah, this isn't great for our taxpayers. I don't think it's great for the airport. I think the noise this. All fine. Yeah. Use those arguments. Don't take it out on coyote fans. This no. honestly, it's not a hockey issue. It, it just not. isn't. For the pro coyote fans or the, those against hockey, it's nothing to do with hockey. It's no. about all of these other business arrangements and ultimately it's going to be a business deal. This is about money. What can the city of Tempe generate revenue wise from this facility is it worth it is it worth it to them will they have enough control will they get enough tax revenue that's where this is going to come down to it's going to be about money because it usually is and so i think with what the coyotes presented last night if what they said is actually what's on paper that they're taking on the responsibilities of building this with private funds yes there are some city bonds that will help with the, the the you know the reclamation of the the dump and so forth, but it's only on taxes generated from the facility. I don't see how this is at all a, a negative thing for Tempe financially. I don't see it. If it really is a, a completely privately funded building, this is an absolute win for the city of Tempe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I'm just so impressed by the number. We talked about oh my god, that was eight hours, but we were just watching the live stream. Coyotes fans went. They sh drove there, they parked in Tempe, they got out of their cars in the 100-degree weather, and they sat there for eight hours. So that just speaks to Coyotes fans and, and their passion. And, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed by everybody who showed up. Any other notes on the, the Tempe meeting that we wanted to talk about before we move um, on? The fact that at, at least a couple people did not understand that you can – bet on your phone yeah <laughs> like the fact that they were they, they kept bringing up like oh but we have a lot of college students here who will 
the, the sports book will take advantage of them as if as if me i've never been to a sports book and i've lost a bunch of money sports betting. Like, <laughs> yeah. to do with there being a, a brick and mortar and they're really strict even the apps are really strict about if you're under 21 yeah like, you will get kicked off if they like immediately yeah no. um so the sports book the the betting apps it's it's not an issue at all <laughs> that was it was just kind of grasping at straws in my opinion and i, I think that's going to come back down to the arguments that either the city city council phoenix the opponents of this deal i think this gives the coyotes now a really good good you know understanding of what people are complaining about and it and it lets them do their research to their studies and and find out a way to negate all of these negative things and i think the, the gambling issue to me is it's it's just people that don't understand it's yeah. just people that don't understand the landscape of what sports gaming is about um and and as you can watch the asu show or our bet show and there are plenty of degenerate gamblers <laughs> including <laughs> sean deposit and shane Diefenbach, who are not going to a sportsbook live. So, um, yeah, I, I think those are arguments that they just sound good. They're good sound bites. They, they look good in the media, but they're not real. I mean, I, I think there's so many hurdles that they were able to jump over last night that I think this is really going to move um, the, the, the ball down the field a long way for the Coyotes. And for the first time, it really looked at like the Tempe City Council, including the mayor, they were really partnering with the Coyotes. It, it looked like there was yeah. an understanding that, hey, we're going to do this together. And, and I, I think that was what was really took, came home for me is that there was a partnership between these two parties. And again, just like I say with the team and, and their look at the future, I think there's hope. And I think there's hope in this new facility. And, and I, I really saw that last night. So now I've got hope with the team and I've got hope with the building. And, and I hope they all mesh together at the right time. And this could be super exciting. Absolutely. And the other thing that was, you know, the mayor and uh, the vice mayor even said there was stuff in the Coyotes presentation that they hadn't seen before that they didn't know. And it got them really excited. And again, it's all about let's just move forward with discussions. But like you said, there is hope. It does seem promising. And the fact that the vote was five to two, it wasn't like a, oh, no, where it's down to the last vote. Like it was an overwhelmingly yes vote. And they wouldn't have put it forward if there was something wrong with it so for me it's really positive i know it's nothing firm yet until there's literally shovels in the ground but not just in the ground actually doing the work because we know we've gotten to the shovels phase before and it didn't go through um it's really positive for me and like we said chirsten and shane were out at city council yesterday Last night, if you missed our, I want to keep wanting to call it a post game show. It kind of was. It felt, it had <laughs> it felt like it. Like a, a post. Like when they beat the the Avalanche or the Maple Leafs. Yeah, so that's a what it felt like. A big upset. Um, so if you haven't checked that out on the Page Next Sports YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast, listen to it. We heard from Shane Doan and Javier Gutierrez, but Tirsten and Shane also got to talk to the mayor himself, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, potentially, absolutely. I mean, it, it could be the start of a very uh, fruitful partnership for both sides. I mean, clearly, we're kind of a long ways away at this point. There's a lot of work that would have to be done and a lot of conversation and negotiation to get to that place. Uh, but at the same time, I'm always very happy when this, when something like this actually takes place, when you're working with a professional sports franchise that's talking about bringing uh, an entertainment district to your area. It is sort of the last sort of big chunk of undeveloped land in the city. And so I think that that's a really important conversation to have uh, with a very uh, big partner. And so quite honestly, I'm excited about seeing where those conversations go and if we can actually arrive at a deal at some point. 
I mean, to have the mayor of Tempe that excited about the possibility, that's really, really positive to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just shows that partnership that I was talking about before. And he would, I tell you what, what, by the way, what an incredibly patient man he is. The way he held it all together last night was absolutely amazing. I don't live in Tempe, but he gets my vote. Yeah, well, he was impressive. I mean, I think when you look back at like all the problems that the Coyotes have had with Glendale, to go to Tempe and see that their mayor has their, his stuff together like that is a little reassuring. <laughs> and he was um, so charismatic. <laughs> yeah, and also like when you think about like the East Valley, like Tempe, Scottsdale, like I feel like this is like the one thing that's really missing. Like is as a big entertainment district, like a, an arena like this where they can host big events. Like it. It's that was one other thing that one of the, the naysayers who shall not be named was kept <laughs> saying was like, This is the last piece of land. Like, or do we want to take this risk with the last piece of land? It's like, like, yeah, okay, do you want to leave? Yeah, pit. do you want to leave it as a dump a land, that's like, generating nothing for you? <laughs> like, <laughs> or do something that will literally revolutionize the region? Like, I don't know, it seems it's real tough to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I don't understand what they, what else, literally what they're doing. They're going to have housing. They're going to have entertainment. They're going to have sports. They're going to have food and beverage. Like, it literally has everything. What are you saving it for? Like, what else, what's going to go there? I, I didn't get, it, it just, it got so tiresome at the end, listening to her go on and on. And by the way, something to mention too, in this 5-2 vote, the two no's are both leaving in two months. Like, they're out. So, being replaced by people that are at least open to hearing about what's going on at the new facility. So it could be overwhelmingly positive support from the Tempe city council once there is turnover um, from the two no votes. So again, keep that in mind too. I, I think it's really encouraging for coyote fans a long way from a slam dunk, but it's encouraging. Yep, absolutely. And we'll continue to keep tabs and probably have to cover some more city council meetings, but we'll be with you Every step of the way, we talk about PD being in New York right now, and that is because the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing the Rangers tonight in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Final, and despite being on the road, the Lightning are actually favored in tonight's game, minus 125 on the money line, and the Rangers are plus 105. I think, Sean, you said you were going to take the Lightning. Yes. Um, fun fact, the Lightning, since in this, this run of two Stanley Cups in the process of trying to get their third the lightning are 16 and 0 in the nhl playoffs after losing a game wow they have not lost two games in a row in the nhl playoffs in the last two and a half well three years yeah since 2019 when they got swept by columbus yeah so i uh feel like that is not gonna say the words free money but pretty close (laughs) but that's not your DraftKings pick of the week is it sean no because i have a streak to maintain um (laughs) because that is not the only playoff hockey happening tonight the Edmonton Oil Kings start their their WHL finals journey, I guess, against or not their journey, but the, the the conclusion of it. I don't know. They're in the WHL finals against the Seattle Thunderbirds, so I have to take uh, a spicy dill in the Edmonton Oil Kings minus a goal and a half at plus one twenty five. Um, they were on fire in the conference finals against the Edmonton or the Winnipeg Ice. I think they're going to keep it rolling. So. Edmonton Oil they, ha- they haven't let you down out. so far they with haven't. your picks. Yeah, so um, all I need is a one-goal lead late in the game and a little puck line <laughs> Jesus empty netter, and I Could cash it three times in a row. Love it. The DraftKings pick of the week, the Edmonton Oil Kings puck line. Dylan Gunther lighting it up. Um, got Was the player of the month for in the month of May, I believe. So he's been on fire. He's still playing hockey. 
great to see. If you want to tell Sean, I'm telling you, he's been on fire with these picks of the week. Do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The NHL playoffs obviously are going on nightly. The NBA finals have begun. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, new customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly and you can also do same game parlays which is a way to turn a smaller bet into a bigger payout and this nba season a customer placed a five dollar same game parlay and won over five thousand dollars i've also had some people tweet at me their betting slips of same game parlays in the nhl playoffs that have cashed big time for them so a great way to get some extra cash so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use the promo code phnx make any five dollar bet during the nba finals you get 150 dollars in free bets instantly that's promo code phnx only a DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba it's 21 and over arizona only gambling problem call 1-800 next step New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Petey, who do you have tonight? You've been watching this really closely. Yeah, you know, game one was all about rest versus rust, and apparently the rest was not great for Tampa. They've played now. They've had a practice. I like Tampa. I'm with uh, Sean DePaz on this one. I really like Tampa, and I also like Kucherov, an anytime score tonight. He had 11 attempts at the net he had seven shots on goal a couple blocked a couple missed he was all around it he scores tonight tampa wins and they'll go off to tampa with a split out of madison square garden off to tampa into the hurricane pd i know how about that like seriously <laughs> like like that's typical pd shit like now i gotta jump on a plane and i look on a plane and i'm getting warnings from my flight just started sending me literally started sending me texts now flying into a storm you may have travel issues tomorrow great Perfect. Great let's, for someone with anxiety, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put me on a plane heading into a hurricane. <sighs> it just gets better. See, that's why we don't leave. That's why we don't leave Arizona. Sun shines every day. Yeah. There's really just, no extreme weather no. here besides monsoons in August. Yeah. A couple of clouds and we bitch. But this is like, yeah, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. And then <laughs> did I told Leah this already. And I know this is a sidebar, total a sidebar. But I'm, I'm on the streets of New York today, and in the last hour before the show, I see Artemi Panarin and Igor Shosturkin, both um, going to their pregame meal locations. And I've, I'm such a newbie at this media shit, I couldn't get my camera <laughs> out. And so I got a video the, literally of, of Panarin's feet. So that sucked. <laughs> so not useful. And then Shosturkin, I thought, was going to walk towards me, so I get all set up on the corner, and I was all ready to go. And goes the other way. So I got nothing. He saw you and said, oh, I got to yeah. avoid this media guy. <laughs> I, I got to avoid this media guy with his tele. No. I, yeah, so that was horseshit. So I didn't get the these good PD at the playoffs looks that I was hoping for. But, but. but two things with it. I think I'll do better. I'm going back to the rink right after this. And two, it is it just starts to build the excitement for what could happen in Tempe. Because people here... I know New York City is a huge city, but you should see the amount of Ranger shirts on the street, signs in businesses. It's a big deal. And that's when you get that buzz in a city, I can't even imagine what it would be like in Tempe for how that community could support this team in a playoff run. I'm really excited about those opportunities because you're in Tempe. It's like, I know it's a big, big city, but it's a small town feel. And preparing for a playoff so the community like that behind you could be so exciting. And the future is really bright for things like that. 
Absolutely. And and I think the thing that people, you know, they trash on the Coyotes, move them. Nobody, like, they don't have fans, blah, blah, blah. The Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way, almost left Pittsburgh before, Which is unthinkable now. before they got Sidney Crosby. Like, they almost left. The, the, six, the formula to getting fans is to win. And the wow. Coyotes have not been in a place to do that in quite some time look at 2012 the, the building was rocking so like craig button has said on our show before the timing of the arena if it gets approved and get, gets built the timing of that getting built and the timing of all of these draft picks over the next few years cashing in and going through their development that like the timing will be perfect for the team to start winning when they get into that building. So I can't wait. It's so exciting. Um, I, I just can't wait. Oh, it just makes yeah. me so excited to yeah. think about. NHL, the, the Coyotes, Sabres, NHL Finals, Pat Kane versus Austin <laughs> Matthews. <laughs> Pat Kane on both, the wow. homecomings. All right. Look at that series. Look I'm it. all about that. Write down and the then... time code and the date for this show, <laughs> and we'll see what happens in a few years down the road. Um, one quick note on the playoffs let's talk about the western series because the colorado avalanche and our friends at dnbr are up two nothing on the edmonton oilers the avalanche shut out the oilers last night which is crazy to think about given the fact a they had their backup goalie in net and b they shut out Connor mcdavid and leon dreidseidel thoughts on last night's game and i didn't get to watch it as much since i was very dialed into City Council, but PD, I know you watched it. Yeah, and, and one of the things, and, and the most important thing to me hockey-wise, is this is what I expected Calgary to do against Edmonton. I expected them to defend Connor McDavid better, and they didn't. And and I thought Colorado did an outstanding job of, of what we call staying above him, staying between Connor McDavid and the net. They, they were above him. They slowed his speed down. They did a great job through the neutral zone. This is the way to beat Edmonton is keep him off the score sheet. If you do that, you can win. Colorado did an outstanding job of that. Uh, Francois was awesome. I, I, I mean, I think Avalanche fans have to be confident that he can carry the torch until Kemper's ready to come back. Um, do I think you'll keep Dreisaitl and McDavid off the rest of the series? No. They're going to score, and they'll score at home. I do think Edmonton's in trouble being down 2 nothing. I think this builds confidence. I think they've got to stay out of the penalty box. You can't put Colorado on the power play as much as they have. And I'm not sure... Um, you know, the physicality and chirping and trying to get under Colorado skin is the way it goes about winning. I'm not sure that's the approach I'd take, but I, I, I think Colorado's poised to take this in five. I do think Edmonton's going to find a way to squeak one out at home. Um, the so big too. concern in, in Colorado is will Darcy Kemper be ready to go for the next round? That's going to be the big question mark for the Colorado Avalanche. Absolutely. Abs look like a freight train. Yeah, I. Evander Kane is. And remember when he had like three penalties and he spent about like three seconds oh, on the ice? Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. it's against Coyotes. Every time he touched the ice, yeah. he's back in the box. Um, uh, yeah, I like PD said. I don't know if against a team like the Avalanche, if Evander Kane's tactics are really the way to go. Um, but yeah, they they look like a freight train. I I picked against them to win the finals, but at this point, I don't know if that was that smart of a pick. Well, you'll see tonight, though, because yeah. for me, this Tampa series really tonight's going to be a big deal. Uh, this game, if they can come out of here with a split, I think Tampa's going to very likely win the series quickly. If it goes two nothing Rangers, I don't know, man. This could get this could go the other way. Shesterkin's been absolutely lights out. If you look at the scoring chances, Tampa had the better chances. 
And I know it felt like it was the Rangers, but really when you look at the chances in tight, it was Tampa and they just weren't able to capitalize. So if that pendulum swings, Tampa could roll this and it could be Colorado Tampa like soon. This could be a quick series. And oh, that that's the series I've been waiting to see since, you know, since October was Tampa versus Colorado. Actually, I said Florida, but Tampa versus Colorado is going to be a great series if they get there. So yeah. let's just hope for PD because it's all about me. We've learned that here that I'm not traveling to Edmonton. This is no affront to Edmonton's team, their coaching staff, or the organization. I just don't want to fly nine hours in a plane and then have to clear customs. That's all. It's just literally about me and my and, travel. And also, everybody pull out a map and look at how far North Edmonton is on the map. Like, it is <laughs> up there. It's a long way. It's so much farther than Colorado. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Sorry, Edmonton <laughs> fans. PD yeah, also sorry. wants to go to the DNVR bar. Let's I really, really do. Because that's another thing we haven't touched on with this Tempe City Council vote is how excited I am to see the PHNX bar. Because if if people still haven't seen the vibe at DNVR, and I honestly follow them on Twitter, and you can see what goes on in that bar, it is so electric for a sports fan, different than any sports bar you're going to see, that everybody goes. It's like being at the game. That's how exciting it is. You're cheering at the TV, yelling at the TV. They have all kinds of things going on. And I can't wait for that to be us. And I can't wait for that to be Arizona sports fans. So I'm super excited. And I, I have been pushing everybody and, and I am politicking to get it into the Bizarre Meats location. <laughs> uh, at, at the new Tempe at facility. The TED. I love the calling TED, it the yeah. TED. The Tempe Entertainment District. I do too. At the TED. I like that. Yeah. The TED. The, the PHNX bar at the TED, who knows? We will see. Um, but we always say PHNX, it's the place to get all of your Arizona sports content. So become a member at gophnx.com today. Craig is officially on his vacation now that he had to work through the entire first day of his trip. And he is off the grid officially. So we'll give him a little bit of a break. But the coverage of Arizona sports teams does not stop you can check out all of the great content at gophnx.com. Become a member. Get a shirt from the locker when you sign up for a year. You can get uh, members deals on merchandise weekly. You can also get access to the members-only Discord. And I said this last night. Last night in the Discord was, like, some of the most fun I've had in the yeah. Discord since we launched. Um, just It's a great place to, to converse with other Coyotes fans and kind of... You know, like you get away from on Twitter, you can talk, but then you have everyone saying, move the team to Quebec. Move the team. Like this is a place where everyone's a Coyotes fan. We all want the same thing. And it's just a great place to have a conversation and have some fun and crack some jokes, <laughs> some levity in, in an otherwise dire, <laughs> gross, just eight hours of city council. You know, we didn't all think we were getting through that. So it was a blast last night. In the Discord. Yeah, and it's funny to me. I don't know if you noticed, Drew came in, one of our regular listeners and members of PHX. He came in first time in the Discord. And I'm like, well, you're an idiot. Well, why are you not in there, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you not in there? You're one of our best supporters to all the shows and you comment all the time. Get If you, if you are a member of PHNX and then you're not in your team's Discord, do it because yeah. it, it it is fun and you can share your ideas and thoughts about players, trades, arenas, food, whatever the hell you want to talk about. Um, you can do it in a real in a setting where everybody's on the same page. So we did have a lot of fun last night. I did get a little punchy because I think I was on until three in the morning, um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And um, I think that's going to be the place now with all this arena news. It's a place where we can all vent or or celebrate together. Yep. 
Go to gophnx.com and hit the tab that says lounge, and that is where you can join the Discord. I had some people reaching out last night asking how to join, so that is how. Gophnx.com, along the top, hit the lounge tab and join the Discord there. You can um, get the app on your phone as well. Wrapping up here, it's Friday. We're usually live today, but we're, we're going to give it a break just because we were live so late last night. But we still want to do some of our Friday fun day. Sorry, Sean and the PHNX Sun Devils uh, for stealing that. But just some of our fun segments. So weekend binge, what's everyone watching this weekend? PD, do you even have time to watch stuff? I, I, you know what? I, I t- two things. I, I picked up on one of yours from earlier, and I went back and I've started Stranger Things again. So I'm on season two of Stranger Things. I thought you were going to say Love Island UK. <laughs> Uh, you know, that was next. It was up, it's up next in my queue. But for now, it's Stranger <laughs> Things season two. I've downloaded episodes, so I'm good on plane rides. It's, it's digestible. But the one I'm throwing out today, because we've already talked about Stranger Things, I'm going to an HBO Max show, and I'm going to Hacks, H-A-C-K-S, Hacks. It's about a comedian, uh, a female comedian, Jean Smart, who used to be in Designing Women. And she's kind of a Joan Rivers character. We sell stuff on QVC, and her career is coming to an end. And it's it's a comedy. It's 24 minutes. It's easy to watch. It's funny. Um, and it's probably more suitable to those in my generation. Leah and, and Sean probably won't have as much fun with this one. But Hacks, it's really good, light, easy, easy watch. Sean? Um, I actually also am, I am getting back into Stranger Things. I started watching season one. I had seen season one, but then I didn't get I didn't watch anything after that. So I started back watching season one yesterday. So there's that. And then my girlfriend watches a show, All American, um, and I guess they just oh, released. Oh, is that it. the football? Yeah, one. Yeah. They just released a new season of it, and whenever she's watching it, I get enthralled by it. So I'll probably end up watching a little bit of that this weekend. It's as well. like the California version of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I've never seen Friday Night Lights, but <gasps> yeah, it's Sean. Like that's it. literally my favorite show ever. Wow. Like ever. Yeah, bold statement. Right. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say it. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, like, if you it is. It's a teenage it, soap opera is what Friday Night Lights is. It's really it's good. It's so good. It is pretty solid. You don't pretty have to be a teenager drama. to enjoy it. It's so no, good. No, I'm just saying, but that's what it is because they're in high school, so it's teenagers. Yeah. Um. I'm So last week I said Stranger Things and Obi-Wan. Still haven't watched either, and here's why. A, because I told everyone I was watching Love Island UK, and I still am because those seasons, I'm not even – kidding you are like 50 plus episodes um it's nuts but i also am reading a book right now and when i get really into a book it's really hard for me to watch tv like i can only do (laughs) one or the other so i'm reading this really good book right now like it's the kind of book that i like this morning i was like i'm gonna be late for work but like i had to finish the chapter i was on it was so good um so it's called pretty girls by karen slaughter um trigger warning it's dark and graphic (laughs) like but it's so good so there's my book binge recommendation um pretty girls by karen slaughter um so good wow you know leah i'm moderately surprised i used to be a book freak and then they came out with things like streaming and podcasts and haven't picked up a book I literally in years reading. i used I, to but now i why like I'm, so I've much never been a reader really I, I like i used to read in the car when i was little like my mom would take me to the grocery store and i'd be reading she said hey like we're here let's get out of the car and like i couldn't because i couldn't put down my book and she used to get annoyed wow like, that's how big of a reader <laughs> wow yes now like every me. college it was hard i didn't have the time as much um and it's hard 
it was hard before like this job is really busy but the summer a little bit more time to read so i get some books in well, that's really cool yeah yeah so give and me all, give me all your yeah. book recommendations if you're listening by the way i love like thrillers and mysteries so send them well, my I've, way. I've got some really good authors for you As a matter of fact have you read any harlan coben C-O-B-E-N. He is a so. huge New York Ranger fan. He has a suite here at Madison Square Garden. He is my favorite author all time. His twists and turns of Joe Everyman. Wake up one morning and your world's turned upside down and you have to figure out for the next, you know, the next 300 pages what happened. It's unbelievable. He is by far. Right. I'll give you some books of his. I am. I'm. If you like those mystery suspense where you don't know what the hell's going on and why is this guy in trouble, like Gone Girl and those kind of books. He's your guy. So I'll, 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 I'll set you a few of those to get you started. All right. Love and it. he's a hockey fan. So love it. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Maybe All I'll right. stand out and fanboy him outside the arena today and see if I can see him. <laughs> you can get, get it in her. You're like, I didn't get Shisterkin yeah, I didn't get Baron, but don't worry. I did get this <laughs> yeah. author that I get you've Harlan never Coleman. heard of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, missed all the hockey people, but here's this. Oh, oh buddy, gosh. there are plenty of people to talk to in New York City. Like, you want some interviews? Oh, oh, there are some people. There are people. Yep. Well, more PD at the playoffs content coming on our Twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes. I mentioned it last night, but we did hit our follower goal for me to eat fake maple syrup. So I will be doing that next week, um, probably on our Friday live show next week. We'll be back to our regular Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. show schedule, as well as Tuesday, Thursday audio episodes. Monday, it'll just be me and PD because Craig is still on vacation. So we'll see what giant coyotes news breaks. Then on I may Monday, be at the beach on Monday, by the way. Yeah, you can, Just you can be you your show from a cabana. <laughs> Actually, it'll be a fallout shelter, not a beach. Yeah, I, was I, the say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the beach <laughs> is the best place You're in right the now. hurricane shelter. Yep. Oh, man. So join us Monday for that. And then on Wednesday, we're continuing to talk to draft experts. Chris Peters will be on our show live once again, his second time. But as we get closer to the draft and now know where the Coyotes will be picking, we'll get his insights. Much like we talked to Corey Promen and Craig Button, we will talk to Chris Peters about the upcoming draft. Is Craig back in studio by then? Craig will be back. When, um, yeah, he'll be back when? Wednesday. So Just that's what you have to look forward to next week in terms of our shows. Any other thoughts before we get out of here? I think that's great, Lee. You did a great job today after last night's late, late, late night. Yeah, I didn't get to bed till like 1 a.m. Yeah, it was a late night, but... <laughs> but you know, worth it. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. Imagine if it was a no. Yeah, that no. would have been... <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, that's like saying... Uh, that's like a, a 10 p.m. tip to get blown out by 40 points in an ASU basketball game. Don't miss that. That sounds like you've been there before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. There's a lot to be excited about. Please like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Follow Peach and Exports across all social platforms as well as on TikTok. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. Lots of great content all the time. A lot of great stuff coming to PHNX next week. That's all I'll say, but a lot of really, really exciting stuff. So you want to follow along. Sean, thanks for joining on your first your audio debut, my first episode ever with Sean, which is funny, like actually as a co-host. So yeah. loved it. Um, PD, safe travels in the hurricane. Please Thank be, you. Please. Be oh safe. yeah, that'll be that'll be PD in the playoffs. That's the whole episode tomorrow. It's a travel day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
send us your uh your content we'll post how early like you know my anxiety how early is too early to get ready to go to the airport that is the question i'm asking everybody when i should leave the hotel to get to a new york city airport and people like no i I told them when i'm leaving they're like what like way too early like i'm ready to go now and my flight's not till tomorrow like i'm just (laughs) so anxious about getting there so tomorrow i think (laughs) pd the playoffs tomorrow is gonna be a travel day so we get to follow me into the eye of the hurricane Love it. Oh, and by the way, and I meant to talk about this, but we'll just pose this question kind of to go home on yes. and we can come back on Monday. Um, someone had tweeted at us last night, if you could have a Mount Rushmore of the four people who made this Coyotes and Tempe thing happen, who would you have on that Mount Rushmore? So I want everybody to walk away with that. We don't have to answer it now, um, but who would be on the Mount Rushmore of people who made the Coyotes and Tempe deal happen and that is of course if it happens but think about that we can circle back on monday and discuss our answers and everybody in the comments on monday can give theirs as well i've already seen some tweet replies and conversation in the discord about it but we'd love to have that discussion on monday so we'll get to that as well all right everyone thank you so much for listening we'll be back monday enjoy your weekend and we'll see everybody next week bye